welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. Hello. Hello. Hi. Talking about boneless wings? Yeah, that man. we're on? Why not? Get in on it. You're killing me, Stowell. What? Nothing. You're... What, the Sandlot? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've seen it before. I just don't understand why. I've never seen this classic movie that's considered one of the best baseball films ever made. <laughs> it's sort of like, it's a little bit like Bad News Bears, right? Kind of. But it's kind of better because there's not really a competition. You're just kind of watching these kids Screw off. enjoy a summer. Yeah. And they're playing ball. And I, you know what? I had a summer where I did stuff like that. Yeah. Where you just hung out and played baseball every day. Not yeah. as hardcore as these guys, but. And you, and you recognize a lot of people in it. I didn't. Really? Other than Dennis Leary and uh, Karen Karen Allen. Right, but the, the one kid who's on the cover, uh, I, I, I have no idea his name, but uh, um, let me see if I can find him. He's not on the cover. He's in it, though. I don't remember. He's in it, and uh, he's pretty recognizable, too. He's done a lot of... What's interesting is they released a 20th anniversary edition, and now they've just done a 25th anniversary edition. Yeah, but but there's no mention on the cover that it's the 25th anniversary edition. Not on this cover. There might have been one on the box cover, but... On the sleeve? Yeah, I don't remember. The only difference is um, you get Topps baseball cards Mm -hmm. of each of the kid players. Pretty good format, too. Well, they're probably made by Tops if Tops still exists. They're made by Tops, and Tops still does it. And you get Hercules the dog, yeah. which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, you get a poster, and you get some mini book that talks about the making of the movie, which I would have much preferred to be like a featurette rather than a, a there's, book. There's nothing because you're not going to sit there. There's no well. There's no. There's nothing here. You know what I mean? Like there's right. There. This is this is that. You know. The bonus features were the like small featurette, the theatrical trailer, and the TV spots. Because and there's no right. Because think about it, like they don't have the money. They didn't have the money <laughs> when this movie was right. made but to to do that extra work. 20th Century Fox could have ponied up the cash and and did a retrospective. Do you think that they really like make that much money on the DVD releases of these sort of? cult favorite but maybe not necessarily box office favorites i I don't know but why would they release a 20th and then a 25th if they don't make money i mean who the heck would have exposing it to new generations maybe five years later well i don't know kids play little league a lot i do they i don't even know if they do anymore i think so okay i mean come on if your kids in baseball they were okay but not anymore no, because around, well, around here, once you hit a certain grade level, it goes from being like a fun sort of like rec league to serious to competition, very, to a very serious rec league, right? Where everyone is cutthroat, and it just seemed like unnecessary pressure when really all you want to do is just go play, play ball, ball, like Sandlot, Sandlot, or right. just in general, like goof off and who cares if you win or lose doesn't matter the stakes are just too high and i was like come on man that's not i never played i played like little league and all that stuff but it was never like that you know no one cared right so yeah 
we 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 dropped out of it. But I love these kind of baseball movies. I love baseball movies in general. They're funny. This was a great film, coming of age. And, you know, it reminds me sort of like a kid version of Major League almost, just yeah. in the goofiness of it all. I, I called it a um, summer, a Christmas story. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's narrated by one of the, the players as an adult. Yep. And it's kind of fun like yeah. that. And, and the a Christmas story has sort of had its sort of second revival, if you will, because some fan of the movie bought the house. Yeah. And now has it decorated with the leg lamp and the window. So I'm sure so, th- I'm sure there's some Sandlot fans that every year get together and they bring their dogs and just play ball. So I don't know how I got off on that, but I'm just there. You go. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's a good movie. If you don't have it and you got kids, you should get it. I feel like it's on TV all the time. I've never seen this movie on TV. Ever no, so I feel like I've seen it a bunch and okay, you know, just kind of flipping through it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I bet it's, it's all right. All I, right, I like it. Now what? Well, you're doing some stuff, right? You want to jump into what you're working on? No, you jump in first. All right, I just well, I'm going to do a little bit of a retrospective on some things that if you if you have a Netflix subscription and you've missed out on it, you might want to think again and come back and I do have it. a Netflix subscription, well, and I haven't been watching anything. Well, so. that's great, because there's some good stuff there. Like? So, there's a Jeremy Renner movie that came out a year ago. It's, called? It's, it's with um, Elizabeth Olsen, the Olsen twins' sister, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's sister. Who isn't, all, isn't she Scarlet Witch she's in Scarlet the Avengers? Witch, right. Okay. And, and, he's, and he's Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Uh, it's called Wind River. He is... Um, like a hunter but for the fish and wildlife. Uh, and um, it's on a... Uh, he lives on or near an Indian reservation in Montana. Okay. And um, they find uh, five miles out a body. And FBI is called in and they sort of... He's a tracker. So he's sort of sent in if... There's a wild animal that's going on somebody's land and it's killing livestock and stuff like that. He goes out. He you know, dresses in the full gear and he eliminates the threat. Okay. And it's all in a, it's on a reservation. So it's miles and miles and miles. It's very much a, uh, sort of like a criminal drama, mm-hmm. um, with, uh, it was a, a theatrical release. Theatrical release did really okay. well in the theaters. It wasn't a big opening, but did really well. Really good movie. Very much like, um, that vibe of like three billboards and like Fargo a little bit of just like that crime, that crime drama. Yep. Um, really good. Like the uh, John Bernthal's in it. Of um, course. For, like, for a very small period of time, but he plays a really critical role in it. Um, it's, it's pretty awesome. And then, uh, his relationship with the people of, um, you know, of the reservation and, and sort of the fact that he kind of married into it, but they still accept him, and you know he's a big part of helping them. Um, so Elizabeth Olsen's an Indian. She's an FBI agent, okay. the the only FBI agent that is sent to try to figure out why this girl was found frozen to death in five miles from any house. Got it. Um, and it's it's a pretty quick watch, maybe like an hour twenty. It's pretty good. I think you'd like it. It's pretty uh, it's pretty awesome. And there's a lot of Jeremy Renner riding on snowmobiles. So, well, there's an endorsement. He's he's doing his thing, but it's good. He's 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 awesome. Bernthal keeps popping up in things. Yeah, he? he's very it's very small. 
He's he's maybe in it for like 10, 15 minutes, but what he's in is intense. I'm gonna take you take you off topic for one second. How do you say Michael Stuhr, Stuhlberg's Stuhlberg's name? I always say Stahlberg. Stahlberg, Stuhlberg. So think. This is what was crazy. I was watching the post last night about yeah. the Pentagon Papers. Yeah. We're gonna watch that. I want you to watch it next week. Yep. He's in. Who it. do you think shows up? Son of a bitch. He's in it again. Again. This he's, guy. He's you know the. He's, the uh, you know, he's Nick Cage. He's like the publisher of the New York Times. He's Abe, whoever that is. Rosendollers. He, he he is literally like taking over Nicholas Cage's. I will do any role I can imaginably get my hands on. But he was in it. I That's couldn't believe crazy. it. I sat there and but frankly, you know, there were probably six cast members from Fargo in this movie. But you know what's also crazy? He's got to have a really killer agent. Oh, right? man. Because the roles he's in are amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. They're meaty. I mean, he makes immediate <sighs> impact every time he shows up. All right. I'm sorry. No. We'll go over that next he, week. He was not in Wind River. It's a, it's what I was saying. It's a lot of um it's a, a lot of the the um the people who live on the reservation are well-known Native American actors right. who portray themselves over and over again. So you're kind of getting there's people you recognize. So it's really good. It's on Netflix. I suggest you check it out. It's very good. Um in terms of television, there's a couple things that I don't know if you had a chance to see before. But Mind Hunter, which is a Netflix original, nope, which um, shows the beginnings of uh, profiling uh, criminal behavior. That sounds interesting. It's really good. Uh, it's ten episodes, season one. That's it, and they're about an hour piece. Uh, the guy, the lead guy, uh, voices um, uh, one of the main characters, and I'm totally blanking because I don't. Wa- I've never really seen this movie, but in Frozen, he's one of the main. He's like the dopey guy, I guess. Ray Romano? No. No. Okay. He's a young guy. Um, really good. Takes place in Quantico. They go and interview, uh, you know, it's based on a real, on a yeah. book. And they go and they interview real life serial killers. Is this killers. a Netflix original? Yes. Okay, good. Um, and the people they get to portray, these serial killers, home run. They're Michael cr- Strobe? <laughs> no. Th- there's a guy who is like a chatty Kathy who talks about killing and why he killed these people and, and you know his childhood and the actor is creep factor is off the scales good i mean like holy cow you see that and you're like that 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 must be the guy right so you got to watch that really good first season didn't really like the end of like the sort of the cliffhanger very much but you know whatever we'll see how it goes and then the last thing that if you haven't seen you have to watch the Unabomber, um, the 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 ten the mini series that Discovery ran like about a oh. year ago, and Netflix now has the licensing rights to broadcast it. It's with Sam Worthington, who plays this sort of he's a FBI agent who specializes in linguistics. He's kind of his character is a mashup of a bunch of different people in the FBI, and then Vision Paul Bellamy ah. is the Unabomber. Wow, and he is awesome in it, and it's okay. good. So, 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 kind of like three criminal dramas yep. that are all really solid, really, really good. And now I'm I'm working on, and I'll I'll be able to talk about it next week. Lost in Space, um, the is reboot. That any good? The reboot. I haven't been jumping in. No, I'm ju- I'm jumping into it. I'm just I'm just okay. jumping into it. And um, if you ever liked <laughs> the Soup with Joel McHale, 
Well, he moved his entire show over to Netflix. Huh. It's once a week now. It's pretty funny. Okay. It's a little weird in how they're they're doing it, but I still laugh a lot, so cool. that's new. And uh yeah, I don't I think oh That's good. And uh the Seth Rogan hilarity for charity thing that Netflix bought the yeah. the rights to, it was okay. It's a charity thing, so you can't really knock it. The the it was weird. It was weird how it was shot. They they did um sketches live on stage but then they had cinematic cameras filming it uh-huh so even though they were acting it in real time it very much looked like a pre-recorded short okay and then they would occasionally pan back and look at the stage and all these guys with cameras were like running around them so if you were in the audience i can't imagine it was particularly fun to watch because right. half the time you couldn't see anything unless you were watching the screen but they had some pretty funny things an insane amount of uh, really raunchy jokes. So if yeah. you're kind of into just wanting to watch crazy comedy, John Mulaney is on it. Uh, Tiffany Haddish does a set. Sarah Silverman does a set. And then Rogan's got all of his friends there, you know, doing bits and stuff like that. And it's, you know, for charity. So that's it was cool. okay. It was interesting to see it because nobody's ever run it live before. So that's pretty much all I got. You got a lot to watch just in that little deep dive. Right. I want to correct what I said in the last episode. The guy's name from Fargo and Legion is not Nathan Crawley. It's Nathan Hawley. Hawley. Right. Sorry. Is he doing another one? Is there Legion? another Fargo? No, is there another Fargo coming out? There has to be. I don't know. He's so sucked into Legion right now. I know, but like, I got to get another Fargo, man. I'm kind of jonesing for That's it. That's a good question. I don't know, but I'm still... Well, we'll check. Down the rabbit hole with Legion, we'll which check. is crazy. We'll check. We'll come back. You've got All a right. bunch of stuff I'll to talk about. I'll talk about some video game stuff. All right. We'll be back. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. I'll tell you what that tells me. Yeah. That... At the end of this show today, The Walking Dead, they better have him in a in a in a prison cell, <laughs> or think, or are they going to let this linger another season? They can't. They can't. Right? Is it? Is it the? It's not the mid season. Oh, it's, it's this the is finale. it. Yeah, the yeah. finale. <laughs> I'm so done with it. I am too, but it really my wife isn't. So I'm kind of stuck. Is she still watching it? Yes. Religiously. Yes. So it's really frustrating because, uh, you know, I, I, I think they've made so many mistakes with that show in the last couple seasons that it's just hard to really want to embrace it. I had a problem with it, and I, I don't want to get off on a tangent. Go ahead. I had a problem with it and that David Morrissey's character uh, lasted too long, the governor. Yeah. And Negan has lasted too long. Right. And then they dealt with those, like, um, Vulcans? Cannibals. <laughs> you know, at the, the woman that looks like a Vulcan? Yeah, Terminus. Yeah. That whole Terminus thing. Oh, not Terminus. I'm talking about the ones that live in the junkyard. Terminus, I barely remember. Well, yeah, the problem is, is there was this huge lead up to Terminus. <laughs> right. Remember, because they're like walking the yeah, tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it just took forever, and then they get there, and it's like two episodes, and we're done. That's right. They're cannibals, and. We break right, them out, right, we break right, them out right. of a boxcar, and we're off. Um, and they killed off Chandler Riggs, man. So stupid. They can't yeah. kill Rick Grimes' kid. 
It didn't happen in the comics. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What would have set that off? We'll never know. Because he was probably turning 18. And, so what? And was going to get like the bigger amount of money and they couldn't afford it. I don't, who knows? It's. I mean, they said his parents said it caught him off guard. He just bought a house in Atlanta and all this other stuff to be close to the set. Right. So talk about getting screwed. And you know it's going to be hard for him to get other gigs because he's going to be typecast. Yeah. For a yeah. while. Yeah. I mean, he's got to right. just dig in. But on a non-related Walking Dead discussion, you've got some video games you want to talk about. So Far Cry 5 came out a few weeks ago. And I was trying to talk to Todd about what it reminded me of like right off the bat, even though I've played these games before. Um, he and I had done a Tom Clancy recon game. Ghost, Ghost recon. Ghost recon game where you're like basically thrown into a, a situation where you're on a tropical island or somewhere in South America with a drug cartel and you're trying to clean up the entire yep. country. Yep. Um, and you got like three other guys with you. So that... Pretty much got me, you know, excited when I was diving into Far Cry because it's the same kind of idea, except what they do this time is they they offer uh, an area in Montana that has been overrun by a cult named the uh, Project at Eden's Gate. And the cult leader is Joseph the Father Seed, who kind of looks like Matthew McConaughey and Jared Leto combined. The guy has a man bun, which is just the most egregious part of his personality. Listen, once you introduce a man bun into your life, you're typecasting yourself. To you're look in like trouble. Somebody. Yeah. So he's there, and he's got two brothers and a sister who are controlling parts of Montana, Hope County. And um, you're basically this rookie sheriff uh this rookie cop dumped into hope county trying to get an arrest this father seed guy and you end up of course things go bad with your group and you you pretty much end up now trying to liberate small towns from this guy almost single-handedly at first and it's kind of the same formula giant free roaming area Missions, submissions, resource management, collect. You're basically, if you sit down and start playing this game and, and, and enjoy it at all, you're going to be hooked for weeks. I mean, you're going to be on this thing and never stop. That's okay because it's really well done and it's a beautiful game and there's stuff always going on that you're going to enjoy playing. Um, the environment is certainly really active. I within like three minutes of playing the game, once I got out there and started roaming around, I got gassed by a skunk. And then I got bit by a rattlesnake. And as I was taking care of myself because of the rattlesnake thing, a cougar jumped on me and killed me. (laughs) So so that was not even running into an enemy, a human enemy yet, which was kind of bizarre. The, um, the characters, of course, are like vintage Christian West cliched, mm-hmm. gun-loving, which is almost pathetic at points, watching how they, they uh, Ubisoft Montreal considers America, which is kind of funny. Um, it's a gorgeous game. I'm not going to waste a lot of time talking about I, I had a pretty long review on the Times. Uh, the amount of types of missions 
are great because they always get skewed by unpredictable things happening. So here's a here here's an example. At one point in the game, you can you can start aligning yourself with like weird warriors. One's a sniper or or something like that. You could even have a companion pet with you, like a a, a grizzly bear named Cheeseburger, which is awesome, right? That sounds bear amazing. Bear just runs around and mauls people when you tell them to. That's awesome. Okay. Um, can can the bear be killed? I don't know. It could get injured, so you got to revive it. Okay. And I yes, it can get killed. I, I'll tell you why. I was I stumbled upon this other guy that I really wanted in my in my team. Um, he likes flamethrowers, and he was at the Moonflower Trailer Park, standing on top of a trailer, burning, uh, drug addicted. Crazy people running at him. Very, awesome. very, very weird. Because one of the one of the heralds for Father Seed uh, is named Faith, and she spreads this drug around part of her area, so it always looks like a green fog. Mm. So it's very zombie esque when you're playing this thing. Yeah, what was the What was the game that we were playing? Where it's in the it takes place in that house. It and it was, it, you know. And the house has got stuff coming at you all the time. It wasn't Resident Evil, was it? No. I don't remember now, but that had like a green fog around it. Yeah, same idea. But that's like completely different from other parts of the county. So anyway, this guy's on the trailer. All he's doing is burning these things and blasting rock music. So for me to get him on my team, I've got to jump up there, shoot some of these zombies... And then he goes, I'm bored. Can you shut off the speakers? So you got to run around and shut off the speakers while the zombies are chasing you, and he's flamethrowing them. So the problem with that is you got to duck his, his flamethrowing while you're trying to shut these speakers off. And then if you happen to have a companion with you, which I did, which was kind of a, one of the locals with a gun, she got torched immediately. He just he didn't even notice her. So that's you. So yeah, you can actually use lose your companion that way. That's great. So you you get, but but now is he your companion? He's I can, and you know what the guy comes with like exploding shotgun shells. Oh yeah, and all that kind of stuff. So it's great. Um, and you can also get a guy who's a pilot. So while you're you're causing problems all over this county, you have a plane like a crop duster plane above you, and this guy happens to have machine guns attached to it and drops bombs. So you tell him where to drop the bombs. It is ridiculous to just play this game. You get lost. You're totally lost in it. And there's missions all over the place. And every time you cause trouble, there's always guys in pickup trucks chasing you, no matter what you do. Of course. So you're blowing those guys up, and at one point you you get to steal this massive... um, truck rig and just blow through things drive through them smash 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 things anyway that's a stupid review of this game like but i'm Theft telling Auto. you it's totally fun and you're gonna love it the other game i'm playing with right now which just come came out of embargo is god of war it's the new god of war it's kind of a reimagined god of war kratos the uh lead character is now longer in Greece. He moves over 
to like a Norway area, and he's now causing trouble with the Norse gods. So Thor and those kind of guys are mm-hmm. now supposedly in the game. I haven't gotten that far yet. So, um, and I'm pretty deep. I'd say I'm probably ten hours into the game, and it's probably going to go forty hours easily. Oh man! And he has his son with him this time. His son has a bow, and you can control the bow to shoot arrows at enemies while you're fighting these enemies. Now, Kratos doesn't have his Blades of Chaos anymore, which were those spinning circular blades that were tethered to chains that you'd throw them and they'd come back at you. Mm-hmm. Now he's got this thing called the Leviathan Axe. So he picks this giant axe up, he throws it at something, and then when you press a button, it comes back to you like Thor's hammer. Nice. But when it comes back to you, it will take out anything in its path. Yep. It's a great idea. Okay, so that's what's cool about that game. And there's a like a retractable shield. So he pulls the thing out. It just like like Iron Man esque shield comes out, and he uses it. Um, the even better part of the game is it's really about a father son relationship after the mother dies. Mm-hmm. They have to scatter their this, the mother's ashes at the highest peak of a mountain or something. So it's this great journey for these two and the kids. Kid's kind of precocious, 10-year-old, He's and, and Kratos is trying to teach him how to survive. And Kratos, if you don't know, is just really a curmudgeon. He, he, this is a guy who's killed all of the Greek gods. So he is in no mood for any BS from a 10-year-old. So it's fun to watch this relationship grow up. I will talk more about this game, um, but right now, it's a home run, big time. That's awesome. There. Good. Man. What that's a, exciting. What a full episode. Oh, we're done? I think we're done. Oh, that's good. Got anything else left you want to talk about? No, I made my correction for my stupidity last week. I talked about Sandlot. Uh, how about that weather, huh? 82 degrees one day, 46 the next. Come on. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do about Where's it? Where's El Gore when you need him? What do you think about Saturday Night Live? I don't watch Saturday Night Live anymore mm. because it's no longer amusing to me. No, this one was pretty good. Was it pretty good? Well, it's weird to have John Mulaney, who was always a writer and never actually on the show, be on the show as yeah. the host. So I think he brought his weirdness with him. Was there another Trump skit? Uh, there they, has to be. They did. No, he was, Trump wasn't in it. It was um, uh, De Niro playing Robert Mueller and Ben Stiller playing uh, Trump's lawyer. Oh, brother. And they, and they did a meet the Fokker style lie oh, detector test. Oh, my God. Which was pretty good. That was, All right, was, I'll watch that. That was pretty good. Um, and it was just, it was Jeff Sessions and who, <laughs> Kate McKenna yeah. is so good as Jeff Sessions and uh, Mike Pence. So no Trump. Okay. No Trump this week. But Mulaney was, I mean, he brought in some weird stuff because he wrote like Stefan. Oh, yeah. Sort of all the Bill Hader stuff is like all John Mulaney. And so, like, he's a an amazing writer, right? And but it's it's kind of unusual to see a guy who was always behind the scenes now host the show. Is he on some new show or something, or what was he he's hosting? He's got this big like uh, um, uh, stand up special coming out. Okay, and I think he's got a he's probably got a series coming out too. Okay, um, he's pretty busy. I know that, and his comedy's pretty good. It's dry, yeah, um, but it's good. So, all right. Thank you. Man, it's all good. Thanks for hosting. Let's cut to some polka. Yeah.